Welcome. Together we're going to explore our personal finances and figure out how to improve them. Whether you're just getting started in life on your finances, or you may already have a home and a car payment and you're struggling to get credit cards under control, or you're getting a later start in life on saving for retirement. ReducedDebtIncreasedWealth.com is a podcast to educate those to improve personal finances, whether it's eliminating debt or making smart investments. Mr. Chuck here. This episode, I'm going to talk about personal finance plan. We're going to do review, a review of reduced debt plan. And then I'm going to look at what to look for in a budget app. That's an application for budgeting purposes. Review different types of apps. And then I'm going to go over a summary. So that's what this episode is going to be about this week. A personal financial plan is a plan where you set your short-term goals, which is one to six months of what you need to save money for or to achieve in your financial life. And you set your midterm goals, which is I I think is around one year to five year plan where you're saving money to achieve something within that time period. And then a long-term goal, which is typically savings for your retirement or savings for your younger children's education. The farther out the goal is, the less money you can save because you're going to achieve more through capital gains and investing, uh, compound interest. If you've got long-term goals such as retirement, It should be invested in the stock market based on your risk level. Also included in your personal financial plan should be some type of a budget. Next week, I'm going to go over the different types of budgets. There are actually seven types of budgets you can use. And we're going to uh, do an episode on the different types of budget next week. If you don't have a budget, you probably don't have a personal financial plan. It's pretty much that simple. Setting up a budget, creating a budget, following a budget so that you can set aside money to achieve your different goals at different levels. Remember, the shorter time frame you had to achieve a goal, the more money you need to place into that category. And it's just a category. You can put all your money into one account, one savings account. Uh, using a savings account for your short-term goals and your mid-term goals and use maybe investments uh, such as in mutual funds, stocks, or whatever for your long-term goals. And if you have more than $10,000 in investments, you most likely should have a financial planner or a financial advisor. They're the same thing. And they will help you Make investments based on your risk tolerance and your goals that you're trying to achieve so you can get there. That's uh, in a nutshell uh, what a financial plan should be made up. And within your your personal financial plan, you can have a reduced debt plan, which you get more extreme on your budgeting. And your main goal is to reduce your debt and get rid of debt. Remember, some debt is considered okay, such as 
mortgage for your home debt to buy at least one car or two cars, depending on your situation. And we covered all those things in previous episodes. Have not listened to previous episodes, you can go back and listen to them. I have a couple of them about setting up budgets. I got a couple of them about debt reduction plans and how much you should spend on certain categories within the budget. This is your first episode that you're listening to. You need to go back and listen to some previous episodes so you can get a full update. Budgeting is such an important part of your personal financial plan and your reduced debt plan. You can have a budget. You can do it on paper. You can do a spreadsheet on your computer and set up a budget. You can have a budget on your heart, on your computer at home. But I think the best thing to do is have a application that you carry with you at all times. An application that you load into your smartphone and you can set up whatever you need to set up your income, set up your expenses, keep track of what you're spending while you're spending it. In the past, I've had, I've personally used Quicken for my check register. And within Quicken, they do have a budget plan. This was a few years ago, maybe 10 years plus ago. I did try to set up a budget using Quicken. One, it was on my hard drive on my computer at home. I did not carry it around with me. It didn't go through my check register and do any categories. It didn't look for any numbers. I had to do all that manually and try to figure out different categories and how much to put in the categories. And of course, at the end of the month, it would say, I overspent, I overspent, I overspent. Well, I overspent because I didn't put enough in those budget categories for what I actually needed, such as utilities. I, you know, very little control over utilities, but I made a guess. I looked back, you know, maybe one month and added it up, maybe missed something such as TV, uh, cable or something like that. So uh, I overspent. So I always thought that that was pretty useless. Getting a program that tells you you overspent your budget after you do it, what good is that? That's my personal opinion. So I figure if you have an application that's loaded on your smartphone, use it every day, put in the data every day, every time you spend stuff, then that makes life easier. You can see where you're standing on your budget. And when you get towards the end of the month, you know that you're getting close to overspending in a certain category. Now, that doesn't mean you're doing anything bad. That just maybe you underestimated what you needed. So it's a continuing update of the dollar amounts until you get it perfected. Now, at the end of each month, you know, if I put in 10% of my net income into savings, I know that it can stay there and I don't have to bring it out of savings to pay some bill that I forgot about because you have all that information in your app. You can do the same thing manually. It's just more time consuming. So an app, er, most everybody nowadays has a smartphone. Having a budgeting app on your smartphone makes life much easier. So now let's start and 
review some of these different apps. Now a quick word from my sponsor, Isotonic. Isotonic is a vitamin. It's a way you take a vitamin. It's how your body is built to take vitamins with Isotonic. Rapidly absorbed by the body, highly concentrated of vitamins and minerals, and maximum results. I've been taking isotonic vitamins for the last six years, and I rarely get sick. I highly recommend taking isotonic vitamins. With standard tablets, you have minimal absorption and diluted nutrients. I take the Daily Essential Kit, which is all the Daily Essential vitamins that you need for your body on a daily basis. Go to my website, ReduceDebtIncreaseWealth.com. Upper right-hand corner, click on the heart. Go to the website. Let us show you the future of vitamins. The first article or apps I'm going to talk about is coming from Forbes.com. The best budgeting apps in 2020. You can find a link to this article in my show notes. And you can find all the article links in my show notes. Also, if you want to read the transcript, I have a transcript with my uh, my website also. So let's go through. Uh, I, I've reviewed many of these uh, articles and they all come down to about the same two or three or four budgeting apps. So we're going to cover that. Start out, the first one, personal capital is best for advanced users who want to track investments, network, and cash flow, which most people probably don't want to do. Personal capital's free financial dashboard offers a wealth of tools to track your finances we like its budgeting tool because it automatically tracks all your income and expenses. Well, that's a good thing. Automatically. You can't get any easier than that. It separates expenses into spending categories and provides graphical tools to see where your money is going. Beyond cash flow, personal capital also attracts all your investments. Once you link your retirement and other investments account, you can see your asset allocation and analyze the expense ratios of your mutual funds and EFTs. This tool includes a retirement planning tool that you can customize for specific circumstances. With the tools, you can track your net worth, see your upcoming bills, get a snapshot of your budget, review your asset allocation, and evaluate your current portfolio. So if you don't have any investment, this is probably not the app for you. That, Like I said, it's for more advanced users and not somebody younger and just getting started. The second app is Mint, and it's best for finance newbies, which would be you know the younger generation. Perhaps the most well-known, Mint allows users to create budget track bills, and receive a free credit score. But it's the budgeting feature where Mint shines the most. It asks you to link your bank, loan, and credit card accounts, then uses this information from those accounts to suggest budgets for you based on your spending, classifying them into categories such as entertainment, food and dining, and shopping. The best part? 
you'll be able to see how much you can save by cutting back your spending in a category. At the end of August, Mint announced the app refresh with data-driven Mint Sites. Again, using your actual financial information, Mint Sites will provide personalized recommendations from creating a first budget to debt consolidation to how to grow your investment. Unfortunately, Mint discontinued its bill pay option in June, so users are unable to pay their bills through Mint. However, they can still add their bills, track the due dates and the amounts, and mark bills as paid. Unlike other apps, Mint is free to use, but it makes money by suggesting offers to its users, such as new credit cards or other investing apps. So, Mint is free to use. It sounds like a pretty good one because it does all the work for you. It'll create your budget for you, and you can see what's going on. That's a that's a good thing. Can't get any easier than that. You have you're gonna have to put up with some advertising, which for free, I think I could do that. And again. You still got to pay your bills uh, online through your checking account. And then you got to enter the information in Mint. Or I, if you connect it through your financial institution, and when you pay the bills, it'll download directly into Mint and update, and you can see what's going on. So that's good because as you go through the month and you connect, through, you know, keep updating your financial information from your credit cards, your bank account. You can see what's going on and you can make adjustments to your spending. Like if you say you got food and dining and you go out to eat two times a week, but for some reason you're going out five times a week, it will show you that you're maybe overspending and you can cut back and go back and eat at home instead of going out. Unless there's a major reason why you're doing that. Okay, the next one is YNAB with You Need a Budget. That's what that stands for. Best for a visual learner. So if you learn by looking and seeing things, it's the app for you. Aptly called You Need a Budget, the service asks users to give every dollar a job. First, users are asked to set a budget goal such as vacation or education expense. Then they fund their goal by linking it to a personal account, checking, savings, cash, credit card, or line of credit. If you choose to link your account, your balance will automatically import it into the YNAB Debt Manager. Well, that sounds good. Kind of does it for you. Now, when they say give every dollar a job, that's zero-based uh, budgeting, which means you have your income and you assign your every dollar to something rent, utilities, car payment, credit card payments, whatever you have left over, you need to assign to a savings account. So that at the end of the month, it always ends up at zero. If you go negative, that means you overspent. Finally, users are asked to create categories. Think dining out, groceries, or transportation. And allocate a certain amount of money towards each so that they aren't overspending and are saving for that vacation or tuition bill. The service claims that it saves new budgeters $600 a month and more than $6,000 the first year. The only downside, after a 34-day free trial, 
YNAB charges $6.99 a month, billed annually at $83.99. So that is not a free app, so keep that in mind. Albert. Best for people who want to set it and forget it. Dying for an app that takes the math out of budgeting, Albert would be the best choice for you. After connecting your financial accounts to the app, Albert analyzes your income, spending, budget, and overall financial health. It uses proprietary algorithms to decide how much you can safely save each month, then automatically transfer that money into Albert's savings, which lives directly on the app. I don't know if I'd like that, where they're forcing you to use their savings account and their bank, because how much does savings accounts pay? It may not pay anything like your local bank. So if it's not going to pay anything, why are you putting money in there? You can just use your local bank that you already have for your emergency fund. Why set up another one? These transfers occur up to two or three times per week and range from $5 to $30 per transfer. Funds held in your Albert savings account are FDIC insured up to a balance of $250,000. If you prefer to have more hands-on approach with your savings, you can ask Albert to set aside a specific amount each week. The funds can be withdrawn at any time with no fees. If it's an FDIC savings account, you're limited to six withdrawals a month, so beware. It's not saying that in this article, but that's the federal FDIC regulations and rules no more than six withdrawals a month and if you do you'll be penalized new to the platform is albert genius a paid premium service albert asks users to pay what they think is fair for genius but it suggests a minimum of four dollars a month and says most users pay six dollars a month the service allows users to text money questions to albert's human financial experts at any time such as, should I buy or lease a car? Or what's the cheapest mover in L.A.? Albert also used a small rewards for saving money. The app pays a bonus of $1 for every $100 Albert Genius subscribers save over the course of a year, and a bonus of $0.25 cents for every 100 non-Albert Genius subscribers save. That's like nothing, especially if they're not paying you any interest. So the downside with Albert is they're going to force you to use their savings account. I don't like that. And then they're going to charge you if you want the premium service. You got it, It's not free. Clarity Money. Best for wannabe court or subscription cutters. Clarity Money offers a wide range of features that benefit budgers and savers alike. Similar to other apps, Clarity Money requires users to link their financial accounts, checking, savings, credit card, investments, or loans. The app immediately creates a pie chart displaying your finances and showing where you overspent. It will identify your recurring expenses such as Nextflat account or gym memberships and track prices, increases, or reductions. The big draw is that it helps cancel unwanted accounts that are a drain on user wallet. Well, if you've been following my podcast, you probably already went through and did a list. Even if you did it manually, you should have already done all that. If you're just getting started, well, I guess this app will do it for you. 
Like Albert, Clarity Money Savings allow users to transfer and save money in a non-interest-bearing FDIC-insured account, which selects how much and how often they want to save. Users are able to access their free Vantage Store credit from Experian. One thing to note, Marcus, a brand of Goldman Sachs, require, acquired Clarity Money in April. The app is still free to use, but it will be integrated into Marcus, which offers no fee, fixed rate, personal loans, and high yield savings account. I don't like the no interest savings. That's not a good thing. Maybe you should wait until it's integrated into Marcus, which you can then get a high yield savings. But I'm sure there's limits and fees involved in that also. So, unless you have a lot of subscriptions, you don't know how to get rid of them, <laughs> I wouldn't use that particular app. Good budget. Best for envelope system purists. So, if you budget using the envelope system where you put cash in separate envelopes for certain things, then this would be the app for you. Instead of using a physical envelope and actually putting cash in it, this budget uses that concept and pretty much does the same thing. The concept is simple. Good budget takes your monthly incomes and allows you to put aside portion of it into different envelopes for categories like groceries or transportation. As the month goes on, you can take money out of each envelope for each expense. Stop spending in that category once you empty the envelope or before if you're smart. Good budget takes away the hassle of actually putting cash in paper envelopes and instead allows you to track your spending online or in its app and personally i would use the app so you can carry it around with you or you can do online or maybe you can do both you can either opt for the free plan or the plus plan for six dollars a month or fifty dollars a year with the free plan user gets 10 regular and 10 annual envelopes plus plan user has unlimited envelopes and access to email support. Well, this app is great for those who like to see a breakdown where the money is going. It takes discipline to use the app successfully. There are no fancy algorithms showing you how much to save, but it does help you gain control of your money. So if that, you know, if that method is what you like to do, then uh, that would be a good app for you. I don't particularly like it. And this is the Article was written by Kristen Stoller, a Forbes staff advisor. So let's go on to the next article. I got like three of these. I may not read them all. Uh, this is from the balance.com best budgeting apps of 2020. I'm not going to read what they are or what the, the details meant best overall. We already covered that. Park at guard. Best to keep from overspending. You need a budget. Best for A-type personalities. Wally. Best for just beginning. And M envelopes. Best for cash style budgeting. Good budget. Best for couples. Simple. Best app tied to a bank account. And personal capital. Best for investors. Couple different ones in there. Wally and Simple. Simple, when I read through it, seemed like a very good budgeting app. The only downside is you have to have the checking account with Simple Bank. 
Simple is more than a budging app. It's an online bank account that replaces your old checking account and has a ton of useful budgeting features built in. When your budget and your bank lives in the same app, it's much easier to manage and keep everything under control because you only have one place to visit to view and manage your money. So if you don't mind changing banks, this may be a good thing to do. Simple tracks your income and spending automatically and gold features to motivate your savings. It's trademark safe to spend feature. Tells you if you're on your budgeting track or if extra spending might derail your plans. With no fees, it's a very cool all-in-one banking and budgeting app. The problem is if you have to change your checking account and you got direct deposit for your uh, income coming from work, it's going to take some doing. You'd have to take set aside some money and set up the simple checking account first. Once that's done, contact human resource through work. Give them the information that you want direct deposit done to this checking account. If you have your some of your expenses automatic set up, be paid out of your old checking account. You got to stop that and then start it. So you got to wait for some money in the simple account. Then you got to set up the automatic payments in the simple checking account and hopefully have enough money in your old checking account where it doesn't flow through and cause an overdraft. So you need to leave your savings set there as an emergency fund as you take your income deposits away. You want to try to time it so everything ends at the end of the month and that everything's set up at the beginning of a month. At least for the expense part of it, you got to transfer your direct deposits maybe in the middle of the month so you get some money into your new checking account. Then go in and set up the next month payment in advance. So you can see changing from one checking account to another checking account when you have direct deposit and automatic payments already set up can be quite a challenge and it's all based on timing. I want to point that out. Well, this may be good for budgeting. To get over there may not be good. But if you don't have a checking account and you're setting up your first checking account, like say for one of your children, it might be a way to go. That way you can set it up, get them started right, have a, have a, a budgeting app already set in there and get them started on the right track to start with. So it's well looking into. And that's simple, simple and it's tied to a bank. I don't know really know what the bank name is. I think it's called Simple Bank. That's all I have about that. And then the, the other one that's in here that was different is Wally. That a good budget was good for couples. I don't know what the difference is there. I think you can share your budgets together. It can be on more than one app. And Wally. It's not the easiest app to navigate compared to others on the list, but it works well for one thing, budgeting. This app helps you track your income and expenses while offering you a snapshot of your remaining budget to help you avoid overspending. So while it may be good for budgeting, it says it's not the easiest to navigate. It might take some 
time to learn. Uh, let me see. Most popular. The app is free to use and has both iPhone and Android version. The Android version is called Wally Plus. One major benefit of Wally is a built-in support for virtually all foreign currency makes it a better option for those who live outside the United States. I don't know how many of you live outside the United States and thinking about budgeting. And the name of this article is From the Balance, the 8 Best Budgeting Apps of 2020. So let's go on to the next article. And all these are in my show notes. This is from moneyunder30.com website. The 8 Best Budgeting Apps to Take Control of Your Finances. And they have a little video here about a budget. It's only like one minute. It's, it was pretty good. Overview. Personal Capital. Count About. Money Control. Pocket Smith. Charlie. You Need a Budget. Which we covered. Mint. Trim. M envelopes. And then a summary and a criteria. So a lot of some new ones. Count about. Let's take a look to see what that's all about. Personal capital we covered. Count about. If you're looking for a simple, user-friendly budgeting app, Count About is one that I definitely recommend, recommend taking a look at. Let me start by saying it's not free. The basic plan is $9.99 per year, but you get all basic budgeting app function except automatic downloading of banking, credit card, and other financial institutes. The premium plan is $39.99 per year, and you get all count about services available. And for an additional $60 per year, you can have a small business invoicing capabilities. That's, you know, nine, ten bucks a year is pretty cheap. That's not bad, but I would opt out for the $40 a year premium plan to get all of its uh, features why have an app if you can't use all of its features and if you have a small business you should be using something better than this easy use budgeting tools what i like about count about is it's simple easy to use budgeting app it quickly syncs up with your financial information from thousands of financial institutions it even enables you to sync your 401k plan and updating all this takes place automatically, eliminating the need for time-consuming manual entry. The app also en enables you to personalize the configuration. This includes customization of each field, function, and report within the app. Count about tracks your bills. It even gives you the ability to approve transactions, though it does not allow you to set up recurring transactions. However, it provides the capability to schedule your payments and even track outgoing payments. The app gives you the ability to create a budget for future months, enabling you to schedule your finances ahead of time. Well, that's good. I like that because remember in my debt reduction plan, I tell you to project out forward. This app will do that for you. How good? I don't know, but it's a, it'll be a learning curve there but you know, $40 a month is fairly inexpensive and it seems to do it updates everything automatically so you don't have to enter in your checking account or download your checking account it's going to do it for you it gives you some reports which you can customize 
and you can project out forward so you can see what your budget's looking like. I like that feature, though. Count about. Take a look at that app. Money Patrol. Money Patrol uses data to help you manage your finances. You get an overview of your spending habits as well as monitoring your upcoming bills and reoccurring charges. Support with more than 15,000 lenders. With support with more than 15,000 financial institutions, you can easily add all your accounts. Once connected, Money Patrol gets working monitoring all activity. If there's ever an incident that might be concerning, you have alerts to keep you informed. Support, supported account types go beyond checking and savings. You can track your student loans, business accounts, investments, mortgages, and even some types of credit cards or gift cards. Budget for the future. Tracking your spending is only a part of the equation, though. Money Patrol lets you see the information you learn to set up a budget and organize your finances. So it's going to help you. How you spend your money today affects your financial future, but it can be Tough to see that on a day-to-day basis. That's where pocket money comes in because you get built-in financial forecasting. I like testing a few different strategies and watching the graph change. You can even test out scenarios. For example, if you skip your morning coffee and either invest or save that money, see how it will that will pay off six months, a year, or ten years down the line. Well, that's a good feature. I don't know how often you would use it. You know, if I say, okay, if I quit doing my morning coffee at Starbucks and I save that money, how much will I have a year or 10 years down the road? That, you know, might give you some motivation to quit getting your coffee at Starbucks. Pocket Smiths has three packages. I was happy to see that their basic package is free, which is what I have at this point. But if you want to invest a bit more, which I may very well do since I'm a fan already, they have a premium plan for $9.95, $9.95 a month, or $7.50 when paid annually. This includes automatic bank feeds and transaction importing. Their super package include premium features for $19.95 a month, less than less when paid annually. A little bit on the expensive side, if you're trying to pay down debt, do you need a $10 a month subscription? I don't know. When there's other things out there, you can be using for free. Link your finances. You know, does everything. Charlie. All these apps basically work the same way. They link to your checking, savings, credit cards, what loans. You know, you have to go in and do a download or they do it automatically. Charlie is a free budgeting app, which helps. With helpful tools like spending tractors can help you limit how much you spend in any expense category. This one app that has a lot of people I don't seem to be talking about. Charlie looks at your entire financial picture. Charlie bills itself as a personal financial management app, but it goes beyond simple budgeting and looks at your entire financial sit- situation historically. And using the app, you interact with Charlie on a regular basis. The app syncs your bank and credit card accounts and reviews them to let you know where you're spending too much and where you can save. It all provides you with notification when an account balance is running low or when a payment is coming due. Spend Tractor. 
You can use the app to help you get better control of your spending. It offers a spending tractor that calculates your monthly spending patterns, helping you focus on a specific type of spending and even helps you set limits on how much you can spend in a particular category. Oh, that's pretty good. To sum everything up, if you're going to be serious about your personal finances, if you're going to be serious about reducing your debt, you need to set up a budget. Whether you do it manually or use a spreadsheet on your computer or have a budgeting app, you got to use something. These modern budgeting apps nowadays do a lot of that work for you and makes it much easier. I recommend, and I'm not getting paid to say this, Count About. They have an online resource that you can log into and use use it if you want to use it on your computer at home. And they have a download an app for your smartphones so you can use it on the go. Uh, It seems to do everything you need it to do. And the feature I like most is you can project forward. Even if you can only project forward one month, it will greatly help you in planning and reduce your spending so if you see and know that you have a yearly expense coming up semi-yearly expense that you only pay occasionally you'll know it's on its way you can reduce your spending a little bit and be prepared to pay for it so you don't have to take money out of your emergency fund and that's countabout.com is their website Take a look at it, and they're not paying me to promote it or anything like that. I just found it through the reviews, and I think it may be a good solution for those struggling to create and maintain a budget. That's the end of another episode. I hope you found it useful. And if you'd like to share this episode with your friends, please do so. I'm open for any suggestions for improvement or for information that you would like to talk about in future episodes. You can go to my Facebook page and leave me a message. I'm more than glad to comply. To find my Facebook page, go to ReducedDebtIncreasedWealth.com and click on the Facebook icon to go to my Facebook website.